It's that time of the month again. The time that everyone, we know, we know everybody looks forward to. Um, it's the DigiNable podcast. Yay! Although, you know what? I've just realised when I say it's that time of the month. We don't do this yeah. monthly. So, yeah, so, so it's not that time of the no, month. Yeah. It's that time of... Now, clear, so I get confused about this stuff. Yeah. The DigiNable podcast yes. is bi-monthly. Every other month. Yes, because bi-monthly confuses people, making it sound like it's two times a month. When we don't, we do it once every two months. Yes. Because we're very busy people and all that. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, and we don't have enough interesting things to say, <laughs> more, more than that. Scrape the depths of the tech <laughs> news to bring you two months worth of content. Well, I've seen the work you're doing on this month's um, email that's going out, and some of the content's been slapped in there. We are, we are dregs. If you If you don't get our email, jump on the email list, sign up for it, and go down to the extra stuff that we had this month. And there's a, there's a TikTok <laughs> on there, which basically I can only describe as screaming coffee foam. Yeah, foam. Yeah. It's the dregs. It's hilarious. Literally, the coffee dregs. Oh, uh, okay. Now that makes sense, rather than saying our business is rubbish. So, so, bi- so bi-monthly is not the right term, once every two months. So bi-monthly confuses people, and especially internationally, that doesn't necessarily convert very well. Bi is two, yeah. and month is, you know, the four weeks. Well, maybe, month. to avoid that confusion, what we need to do at the start of every podcast from now on yeah. is kind of make it more understandable to people from different points around the world. Sure. Okay. And, and I'm more and, than happy to on, do that. How are you going to suggest doing that? We have some Australian listeners, don't we? Yeah. Okay. So this podcast is bi-monthly. American? Yeah, like, Actually, we're not going to get I, 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 I just realised then my American is going to sound very Australian <laughs> anyway. I don't know what I'm doing, American, deep south. I was expecting south. the good day. To be honest. That, that would have been a better yeah. option. You know, sometimes I realise I don't think fast enough. Really? Because that, that would oh, have been okay. a much better route to go down, but instead I just said the same sentence. I've had a few coffees. With a slight, yeah, slight Australian <laughs> accent. I won't attempt anymore. Cool. Yeah, Welcome so to the Dish. <laughs> month podcast. Yeah. So we're in March now. We, we are, are in March. March. This is the podcast for March. And also kind of April as well, because I think some of the stuff that we're talking about now is hot off the press. And I think generally what you find is you need a month to find out about the news and then a month to implement some of the suggestions that we have. So that's another reason why we kind of have it every other month as well. God, you're so good at marketing. I'm, I'm just much more honest with people. Yeah. I, I'm just too boring to do it any more frequently than once every two months. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think there are also a lot of podcasts out there, and I know I would struggle to listen to something every month. I think if it's every other month, I think there's a little bit more of a... Um, excitement when you have it pop up if you're using a podcast app true. or you know true pop that. into emails and true you know what? wow okay. <laughs> I've gone so, I've gone full on I'm still in so America if you are new and you still are listening I mean well done already um if you're new we share three top uh, sort of techie digital uh, news features um, that we think might be of use to you in the coming two months until we do another podcast um, that are helpful to know about because I think these are the kind of the the, the tech industry uh, top latest news bits but also give it a couple of months and it will filter into other businesses and organizational sectors as well um, so we're kind of giving you the latest on that and then generally do a top tips roundup one top tip on social media 
one on SEO, search engine optimization, and another on productivity. And then we wrap up our um, generally half an hour together with our favourite podcast, audiobook, or book of the moment. And this time, it's another podcast to listen to. So you can see where we're going with that. So, you know, if you've listened to us and you want more, you can always listen to the back catalogue. Yeah. However, if you've then used up all your podcasting options, there are other options available, and we can suggest a good alternative yeah. uh they're not they're not as good no clearly they're not but, but you know you have to wait another two months to listen to <laughs> us so in the interim you might want to have some of our top suggestions for that as well absolutely now now in the interest of being completely transparent for those of you that are new to the podcast we should also say to you this isn't live right now so we're not like sat in a studio somewhere recording this podcast and you're listening as we do it we kind of do it in advance and then we put it out there because that's just how podcasts work now the reason i'm telling you that (laughs) is because some of the stuff we're going to talk about today might might be quite Uh, time specific so today is actually the um what day is it it's the 6th of march today um and when i refer to things as like this week next week last week you know it will kind of make sense so i know um we can talk a little bit about international women's day as yeah. we go through stuff which is yeah. the middle of next week it is. um this but week. but yeah just to give it context <laughs> as we do we should probably start well like a third of the way through the podcast oh, wow yeah and we've not hit time yet no the first piece of news that i wanted <laughs> yes. to share with you this yes, week yes. so i'll tell you where this came from so last week as in last week from the 6th of march when today is <laughs> i went on a bit of a networking event and it was a really interesting event it was networking so going out with a group of people yes. going for a walk yeah. up rivington pike if you're not from around the lancashire bolton area that will make no sense basically big hill thing at the top of it yeah. that you stand up and you look at and you go oh the views you can actually see you can <laughs> see you, don't do <laughs> you could see from there it's actually you know when you stand at the top of Rimton Pike and you've got amazing views 360 all around you yeah. I just kind of went oh Bolton Stadium yeah. So you could kind of see the football stadium oh, quite clearly okay. from there. Yeah, and I yeah. will say Bolton Stadium, because again, time specific. Um, <laughs> so you know, probably funded it. Oh, it's always changing, yeah, isn't it? You know, if you're yeah. local, you still know it as the Reebok. Mm. But it's been the University of Bolton Stadium for a while. Yeah. Um, it's actually changed its name again last week. And I can't remember the name oh. of it, but there was a bit of an uproar that it's a name that just sounds rubbish. Oh, no. Um, so prepare yourself for this. Well. Um, Bolton fans aren't happy. Yeah. There's a company in Bolton, company, amazing company, big yeah. company, do a lot of stuff that's yeah. called Tough Sheet Materials. Oh, and okay. they've now sponsored the stadium. So as of next year, yeah. the stadium just down the road for us will be known as the Tough Sheet Stadium. <laughs> oh dear. You can see the issues. Yeah, you can see the issues. yeah, yeah. Anyway, on that walk. Yeah. So so just give a bit of context again. That walk was organised by a local recruitment company called yeah. Fresh Perspective. We all walked together, talked about general nice. stuff. And most of the walk down, I ended up talking to Vicky, who's one of the um, the freshies, as they're called, at Fresh Perspective. Yeah. And we got onto the subject of TikTok. Mainly about yeah. me talking about how much time I can spend on there, how many hours yeah. get wasted. Yeah. And she kind of said to me, you know, I'm not going to try and do Vicky's accent. She's kind of Bolton Chorley-ish, so oh, it has okay, that, cool. that sort yeah, of feel nice to it. Actually, I will try it. Eee! I don't know. I'm not going to do it. Really? Oh, <laughs> well, I went over at Yorkshire then. No, what she said to me, she's always on TikTok as well, and it seems to be a common thing. So... We saw a couple of days ago that TikTok have now come out and said they're going to try and take a little bit of responsibility for this and limit your screen time on TikTok. So they're going to bring it down to 60 minutes. That's the most time that you can spend on the app. And this is always the caveat that kind of gets us. Unless you switch it off. However... This is only for kids' accounts. So if you've, if you've got one of those paired accounts where you're a parent, you've allowed your kids to go onto TikTok, but no. you're kind of managing 
the process for them, then this 60-minute limit will be put into place. However, based on this conversation, I'm thinking, not a bad idea for adults, Mm. actually. Yeah, especially, I mean, most of the social media platforms now, the whole point of all the science and all the research that they do is actually to keep you around longer. So the book that we read for the book club last month uh, that we've just had... um, was about um, a book called Indistractable. And it is about how it isn't technology's problem. It's our distractions by technology. Um, And it's all of these things because there's lots of money ploughed into how do we create this user experience so people stay around longer? Like that's the science behind it. So we need to understand that. So we go, right, okay, I'm going to have an hour and then I'm going to cut myself off. It's great that they're doing it for uh, young people now as well because there's a lot of stuff in the news in the UK but also in America as well where um, you know um, young people are seeing stuff they shouldn't do using social media. I think there's also an element of they're signing up for accounts when they're not the age that they say yeah. that they're supposed to be. Um, but hopefully this will go a little bit of a way towards how to manage just the time that you're you know soaking up it's weird, isn't it? Because there's a lot of social media about other people having these perfect lifestyles. And I think you can get into a bit of a downward spiral of seeing other people's amazing life. And actually, it's not necessarily like that. And I think, you know, there's a load of positive things that you can use social media for. But I think a lot of young people get into this spiral of, uh, you know, my life's not perfect. Definitely. You know? Definitely. I mean, we talked about this on January's podcast, but I installed that app on my phone, helped me focus. Yes. And How are you getting on? It's good. It's good. So I, I've have made you, some have slight you changes. It off yet? Yeah, yeah, straight away, two days. <laughs> no, to be honest, I've kind of kept it on, but I did make some adaptions because I realised, you know, as much as it's good to turn off social media mornings and evenings, which is what I was kind of doing to start off with, but I was doing it seven days a week. I think I realised actually at weekends that was kind of limiting a little bit because I might be watching a late show or a film or something Mm -hmm. like that. And you kind of, you, you do jump on social media and I just, I don't know, it kind of felt like I was missing out on everything rather than missing out on most stuff. Right. So, so I've got it back on at weekends now. However, that Monday to Friday, I do genuinely feel better for having that block on. I feel a little bit more energetic, a little bit more awake. I'm kind of waking up better in the morning. I'm probably sleeping better. I don't look at my Fitbit enough to kind of see that sort of judgment there. But no, it's absolutely made a difference. So I think, you know, I talk to my nephew sometimes who's like nine, ten years old Mm. at the moment. He'll tell me that he sits up till two o'clock in the morning Uh, just flicking through social media stuff. And I can see... You know, I'm of the age where social media came midlife. Sure. I can yeah. imagine if this is just how you are from when you're very young, yeah. it just becomes it's the habit, way. Isn't it? Yeah, it's you habit. do things. It's what, it's what you're getting used to. So positive news, and as much as TikTok mm. doesn't very often do stuff that would be regarded as responsible towards its sure. users, yeah. this is certainly a move in the right direction. Um, but the algorithms, they are strong. Let's talk about AI very briefly. Um, you saw an article this week about how basically AI... <laughs> every, everyone's talking about it now. We, we talked uh, about ChatGPT previously, yeah, and you know, that's going to be an ongoing... I know, yeah. it's going to be an ongoing conversation, yeah. but it now feels like every other technology platform or provider... Mm are having to follow up either with their own version or integrating an existing version into what they do. 
Absolutely. Um, as we saw on the social media platforms, all of the social media platforms now have very similar features between each other. We're seeing this with the AI bots as well. Um, so OpenAI uh, started with ChatGPT. There's a lot of acronyms here, so hope you're following <laughs> still. Um, ChatGPT uh, launched in December uh, last year, so 2022. Um, it's been going for a while. It's starting to replace some of the AI tools that uh, we as digital businesses um, use uh, on a regular basis and have been paying for as well. So this is interesting where it's open AI. So the idea is that people don't pay for it, but there is a pro subscription model that they've just released. So already we're thinking, hmm, there's this free thing, but here's how you can do it uh, and, and charge some uh, extra for it. Again, very similar to the social media platforms. Um, Google has uh, said it's going to release, it started to, but it hasn't completely released it yet, um, uh, a, a similar alternative um, called Bard, B-A-R-D, um, I think that's a hint back to Shakespeare and yeah. the words. Um, uh, Baidu, um, a sort of Chinese company that supports a lot of things like TikTok and social media platforms, has set up one called Ernie. Actually, the, that's been in the background for a good couple of years, um, but they're reinventing themselves now because ChatGPT's yeah. around. Obviously big fans of Sesame Street, though. Ernie. Yeah, yeah I don't and know Bard. how... I, the oh, bar- it's not Bard. Badu. Badu and Ernie. Yeah, I mean, I think... It was a tenuous link. Let's move on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think maybe it's relevant for something else and it translates into Chinese of something different and it's some person's name. But, yeah, okay, moving on. Um, Microsoft are using ChatGPT PT, they've already uh, thought, oh, that's a great idea, and brought it into Bing and Edge. On this podcast, we've mentioned several times about the errors of Microsoft. Um, probably six to 12 months ago, we were talking about Microsoft canning all its uh, human journalists, replacing them with robots, and then their robot AI system, which basically is not mentioned here whatsoever because it failed. Um, mistook uh, two different uh, mixed race ladies of a particular pop band uh, they said the name of one and put the picture of another in so that was a big fat fail where a human would have realized that it's you know not one and not the other because it's two different people but the computer wasn't clever enough to do that so I think that's why Microsoft have been really quick to bring in a third party because yeah. then they can blame the third party Absolutely. That's just my opinion on that. No, right. And then the reason we're talking about this is because you're going to start to see very, very soon AI added as an add-on feature for most platforms. You know, we can kind of understand them. We can look at how it might be used for search at the moment. So Google yes. makes sense. You know, yes. you put a term in of what you're looking for. There's actually a chatbot, effectively a chatbot, that will have a conversation with you, very human-like conversation, yeah. Yeah. to try and get you to the right results. However, what Microsoft are talking about with theirs is that it can also be included in PowerPoint, in Word, basically yeah. in the whole 365 suite. Yeah. So as you're putting together a document, and this kind of goes back to an article which um, was released last week where a lot of people are talking about chat GPT and the effect on education. Is it right that young people yeah. are, are basically <laughs> writing essays yeah. around this? And I think the, the conclusion at the moment is it's not intelligent enough to be a critical thinker and kind of write an argument, yeah. but it can kind of spout the facts and put something together. Yes. So, how, however, that's time limited. It will get smarter as time yeah. goes by. But if you're working on a business presentation, mm. if you've already got content which sits within these within yes. these three six five platforms, yeah. and you say, "Please take our business info and write a two hundred word introduction to put on this slide," yeah, it can be a real time saver. 
Absolutely. There's an ethical question, obviously, going back to what you just said about journalism. Yeah. However, you know, we always kind of say when technology can be used to make our lives easier, yeah. we have to pay attention to it. The human cost has to be considered, but we keep an eye on it on your behalf. Well worth being aware of. Speaking about technology and humans, uh, my favourite story over the last month was that Netflix has now been tied into Bumble. So if you're not familiar with Bumble, dating app, you can find people in your area that you might want to hook up with, get together with, go out on dates with. Um, and now Netflix has been included. And I think this makes complete mm, sense. Very clever. They're going to start matching people based on your film and TV preferences. Now, I know friends, relationships, everything that I've kind of got going on. One of the things that you do actually end up talking about most is what you're currently watching on TV. What series are you binging at the moment? What are you going through? So this just, to me, it's logic. It makes complete sense. Yeah, and also as part of that, I think it's it's come off the back of a survey that Bumble have done saying actually, yes, this starts back up your thinking in terms of um, 78% of people said it's easier to talk to a match if they have the same tv and film taste 59 percent of gen z respondents indicated that liking the same movie and shows made a match more appealing so the stats back it up um also i think in netflix terms um there are other uh, you know video streaming platforms out there um, the younger you are the less likely you are to actually have a netflix account because it's of a certain age group that's slightly higher. So actually, this is also, um, the article that we'll put in the show notes also mentions, actually, this is enabling Netflix to go in front of younger audience so that it's going to promote people to have a Netflix account, to be able to share yeah. things, to cross-promote. Um, I know there was an app, I think it's still out there, but it was really prevalent during uh, COVID when everyone was you know sat at home, but you could co-watch a particular Netflix uh, film or documentary at the same time as someone else and you could have like that particular film synchronised across um, two people's accounts so that you could both watch it at the same time when you know you couldn't be together so I think there's loads of reasons why I think that's a good idea and I think it's you know what you're binging on Netflix is a very regular icebreaker you know I'll go to networking events and that'll be an easy question like oh are you watching anything on telly or Netflix or anything at the moment and it's just a really quick and easy way to just get someone chatting about something that's not necessarily all about work and business all the time. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, and, and it is like, it's what we always say about technology. It's normal everyday practices that are now being given a technological application, um, which makes it easier to understand. But could you imagine, like, th- think about dating experience. You're right. When you go on a date, one of the first things you'll talk about is kind of films, TV shows, yeah. try and find those common interests. Mm. But what this is going to do with Bumble is going to only show or you're more likely to see yeah. that they've got those hidden links. Now, could you think of an example of a TV show that if you were going out on a date or if you yeah. were meeting someone and they said to you, yes, I really enjoy this TV show, yeah. your immediate response would go, yeah, this is going nowhere. Uh, quiz shows, daytime TV quiz shows. Or love things quiz shows. Were, or things were, you know, like a Takeshi's Castle where people bounce around being stupid. Yeah, I'm not that so bothered about Takeshi's Castle. That, that if someone said that, I'd be like, nah, you're on, you're on, you're on the bottom of my, my list. But really, quiz shows? Yeah, it really gets on my nerves. Love a quiz show. Can't think, can't think of anything worse to watch. 
And that's why our skills complement so well. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But no, interesting to see. Nothing to keep an eye on. Right, let's move on to um, the marketing world a little bit now. So social media, you brought this to my attention the other day, but LinkedIn has now launched something that they're calling collaborative articles. Can you just explain a little bit more about what that is? Yeah, so I mean, AI is sort of filtering through a lot of the things that we're talking about in uh, this podcast today. Um, the idea being that actually um, it's going to help member engagement. I mean, if you use LinkedIn and you tag someone else in the post, that increases the reach. I mean, that's nothing new. Um, but also uh, LinkedIn this week actually have started to launch and roll out for certain people. Everyone have it by, you know, next month maybe. Uh, collaborative articles where you can co-create a piece of content together. So it's not a post, it's an article. So it is one more of those static pieces. Um, but if you've been using LinkedIn for a while, you'll notice people comment on where LinkedIn has started a post and you post a comment. If your comment is then well received, they'll bump you up in terms of profile and say uh, to pretty much all of your network. They'll put notifications saying Liz Hardwick's been mentioned in this particular article hosted by LinkedIn. So this is where you can create your own article rather than LinkedIn having to do it for you and then co-creating that with other people. So the idea being that it's starting to use AI because it will auto-suggest based on topic that you're talking about. So it will be looking through the content that you've created and it will auto-suggest certain people you might want to collaborate with. People might be in your network, might not. Um, the details are a little bit hazy at the moment, but definitely if you've got that option that's coming up uh, as, as part of your account, it's definitely worth having a play about with and see what it pops up as suggestions. Wise. Absolutely. It'll be interesting to see how it rolls out in, in effect. Because So I, I was living in a session a couple of weeks ago, and it was one of our LinkedIn sessions to a group of businesses in the, in the north of England. And we were talking about LinkedIn, and one of the most common misconceptions about LinkedIn, I find, is just tagging someone will increase your reach uh, of your post. Yeah. And someone said that to me. It said, you know, I go on every week and I don't seem to be getting a massive reach and I tag someone famous into it every uh, week yeah. to try and get that reach. And I went, but it will only, the algorithm, the way it's programmed will only give you that reach. Mm. A, if that connection makes sense, but B, if that connection then responds. Yeah, so if you're then tagging just a random person because yeah. you think they've got a massive audience, if that person pays no attention to your post, because let's be honest, they're probably getting tagged in loads of stuff, yeah. then you're not going to get that extended reach. If anything, your post is going to get demoted because the relevance is lower than it was before. And those kind of nuances of those networks yeah. are really useful to know. And that's you know that's why we recommend people listen to podcasts like this because we can give you those strategies that are working right now for the people um, that we're working with. But it is going to be interesting to watch and see how those suggestions make sense because mm. we do often find, even if we take this offline and go back to the real networking world and kind of going out and meeting people sometimes the best opportunities come from people that you would never actually consider so with our lead generation hat on at the moment we're just about to start working with a client never considered in the past didn't see Mm. their products as relevant to what we did but after a few meetings and a few conversations Mm. actually it makes complete sense and it's looking like it's going to be a big project for both both of us kind of as partners but it'll be interesting to see how clever ai can be 
in terms of making those connections. So, as always, one to watch. Um, SEO news this month. Google has now also introduced AI-powered search ads. That just means it's going to be generating content which it sees as more relevant to you. So, the content it will be pushing out will hopefully be more relatable, more relevant, and it doesn't require you to put as much work in, I suppose, to be able to do this. Now, we do this manually a lot at the moment. If you know more about what we do as a business, we, we create and pay for a lot of Facebook ads, YouTube ads, TikTok ads, um, spend a lot. I look at the bank account on a weekly basis. <laughs> it really is a lot. But we have to create lots and lots of different adverts and variations because we're constantly testing what works best. It's going to be interesting when we kind of get access to this and see how it works, whether that's going to reduce the cost because it's actually the artificial intelligence that's making it relevant to the individual. And you would and you would hope it was cheaper based on the fact that if Google is creating it for you, it knows who it's going to get to with a more targeted approach. So you would hope it's a lot cheaper because it's getting it right first time versus us just using our experience and knowledge of previous things working. It makes more sense that that would be the kind of trigger to say, you know, actually, it is going to reduce in cost as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as always, with anything we talk about today, we try and include show notes on the end of the podcast, so there will be a link to an article that talks about this more in depth, rather than you listen to us bang on for 15 minutes about it. Do have a look on the webpage and check that out. But it is an interesting development, and I think I'm certainly waiting to see Yes, how much it might reduce cost by or even increase cost. We never know until it's released. True. Yeah. Um, how effective it's going to be because that's the other aspect of running search ads on different platforms. Yes, you can run search yeah, ads. Yes, you can generate true. leads. Yes, you can generate mail sales. But are they as effective and cost effective as they possibly could be? If you're just pushing content out there and making sales, but the amount you're paying for a customer is not good in comparison to kind of what you're actually selling yeah. you might want to readdress that strategy so definitely one to watch mm-hmm. um i did see on your social media feeds the other day that you're kind of pushing your productivity wheel at the moment yeah it's new it's been tested for a while and it's now live as a freebie download um this year 2023 we're uh, making it a habit of sharing each month on our socials um, and mentioning the podcasts and the email newsletters and things when we have the ability to, but a uh, freebie download of the month, uh, an e-learning course of the month, uh, and a service that we provide of the month just to help people um, get a taster of what we're up to, but then also understand the range of things that we actually have to offer. So this month of March, for example, um, is our freebie of the month is actually our Digi-enabled Productivity Wheel. So this has been created off the back of me um, finally finishing a coaching qualification. Uh, it feels like it took forever to do, uh, but it now exists. So you can download it. There's a link in the show notes. Um, it's printable. It's also editable to some extent as well, but you probably want to print it off anyway and get creative and put coloured pencils and things or felt ticks or whatever. And the idea being, it's similar to the Wheel of Life, as anyone's ever used that, where you rate yourself in different sections. So the Wheel of Life has got different elements of life. The Digi-enabled Productivity Wheel en- enables you to rate your productivity for different areas. So, for example, there's um, digital communications management. So how good are you at managing your emails and your comms and keeping on top of things? And you rate it from like a 1 to 10 
so 10 being amazing i'm on top with everything one maybe you need some help so hopefully that will give everyone a little bit of clarity we've run it in workshops which face to face and got people coloring in things and um you know kind of writing stuff down as they go to help them and each different section has an e-learning course attached to it if you're interested in learning more about it and getting help on a particular topic and there's also different workshops available and also different um, keynote talks that I share as well at different events, depending on what people are uh, interested in. So that might be something that, say, an organisation wants to do with their whole staff team to understand where people are at. Or it might be just something that you want to do as an individual, download it, spend maybe 20 minutes and really reflect on, um, you know, how can you make yourself more productive? Where are you productivity wise at the moment and which areas do you think you might want to spend some more time focused on in future absolutely and it's really i mean i've, I've done it and it's a really interesting exercise to go through because mm-hmm. you do realize that but one no one's perfect at anything oh, you've sure. always got areas that you're yeah, kind of, of lacking in and to yeah. see where you're up to in certain areas compared to others you know ideally you are looking for that balance across different areas but it's also a very private document that you can be honest with yourself because I think we all have that thing. It's like when you go to a networking event, isn't it? You kind of walk in, someone goes, how are you? And you just put a big smile on your face, go, yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) Even if on the inside you're crying. But it's the way we kind of do things. And if someone said to you, you know, how is your email management? You'd do the whole, yeah, I'm fine. But in reality, you go in, I've got 999,000 emails unread. What do I do about this? If you sit down and be honest with yourself, what you can do is then identify not here's a load of work I've got to do, but you might identify which area you want to start focusing on because that will just start you on that journey of that path to addressing all the aspects of what you do. Definitely. I think that's the best way to go about it, really, because if you've got loads of different segments that you feel are quite low, um, it might just help you to pick one of those segments and think, right, okay, yes, I've got an overflowing inbox, maybe that's worth my time to focus on that bit first. Because once you feel like you've got a bit of progress in one area, then you can move on and, you know, it's it's everyone always spinning plates. I see that as like a real easy to understand analogy. If you've got loads and loads of spinning plates, if you've got eight different plates at the same time, not all of them are always going to be perfect. So, you know, one will, you'll have dropped one, one will be, be on the floor. That'll be maybe a one. How can I pick that back up and start at least spinning again? Um, do you want to share what your lowest segment was? Do you remember? Emails. What, right, okay. 100% emails. Okay. So so, so when I come at that example of 990,000 emails, that wasn't pulled from a random place. <laughs> you know, I, I do have a ridiculous amount okay. of unread emails okay. and I, and I realise from going through it and from seeing the courses that you offer that yeah. the answer to this is just to start filtering deleting and moving them across and i know it's something that i've got to do Mm -hmm. so in the past i've looked at my productivity and gone oh there's all these areas to focus on at the moment email is an area of focus and it was the wheel that helped me find find that idea so yeah highly recommended do check our social media do check the show notes for this this handy tool is going to change on a monthly basis so if you are listening to this in april if you look at the socials you'll see a different tool being promoted however click on the link below this podcast and it will still take you to the productivity wheel i assume let's talk about podcast things i know you've been talking about this a lot recently and we both tried this at the start of the year i've not been as great with it <laughs> as you have been but yeah. the lavender lifestyle so i wanted to share something in international women's day but also international women's month style um a favorite podcast uh 
creator of mine actually um called lavender so the lavender uh lifestyle is the podcast i'm uh, sharing as my you know once you've listened to this awesome podcast what where do you go next for the next uh, month and a half um lavender is a lady who is all about uh, living your best life um we at the very start of 2023 started using her um create your own life workbook and it we're using it in business terms so we're looking at it splits it off it gives you a review of the last year what do you want to do with this year helping you create goals only three percent of the human population ever create and write down their goals equally they're the same people that succeed much more than the other people who don't write down goals so that in mind using a and it's actually a pen and paper exercise it's a real physical book uh, even though there is a digital version you can buy and um, we've been using lavender's book this year i find it really helpful it breaks it down into quarterly monthly and weekly tasks um and it's all about moving yourself forwards what activities are going to help you uh you know kind of move forwards within your business your life your your work whatever it is um that you want to focus on the lavender podcast very much goes hand in hand with that she interviews um lots of different specialists in different sections so um it might be talking about setting good goals creative goals how you move forwards with goals um, through to uh, more uh, what people might think is woo-woo talking about astrology and how that fits into when you choose to do things um, and there's a whole host of um, kind of one-to-one interviews on there uh, she probably puts on a couple of times a week different podcasts so again lots of stuff to keep you um, regular in your podcast feed player um if you want to keep up to date with something in between hours perfect well worth listening to and i think it's worth reminding it always sounds quite intimidating that a couple of podcasts a week like anything around productivity or digital it's about picking and choosing what you want to absolutely she's got a like a hundred plus back catalog um so the link goes straight to her website about the podcast and then you can choose to play stuff on there but she is similar to us on all the different podcast players as well Perfect. I think it's time for us to call it a day for today. Brilliant. On today, March the 6th. Yes. Um, this has been the Digi Enable, not by monthly, but once every other <laughs> month podcast that you've been listening to. We will be back again in May. Yes, correct. For the next one. Well my, my mental arithmetic is getting April, so much better. Yeah, you know well what's done. random? I've actually got a degree in maths, but someone oh, throws that at me yeah. on the spot and says, what month is it in two months' time? <laughs> Goes to crap. Always does. Thank you very much for listening. We've appreciated your company as always. We hope you found something interesting, useful. Do follow our social media feeds. Do sign up to the mailing list. Do keep an eye on the website. We're always releasing new up-to-date information products, um, information that you can access and make a difference within your life. And any feedback you give is very, very valuably received. Unless it's rubbish, in which case we just dismiss it, throw it in the bin (laughs) and move on to the next. We don't. We pay attention. We always pay attention. Um, I did realize going back to the front we never actually introduced ourselves so if anyone has got to this point in the podcast and you don't know who we are i'm darren this is liz we're did you enable and we will see you again in two months time have a great rest of your month thanks everyone and happy international women's month have a good one bye